This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we started talking about the planting of the Lord. And we read from Psalm 1, which is worth repeating today, Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, And in whatever he does, he prospers. What an encouraging way to start the book of Psalms and to read that as encouragement for all of us as believers every single day. We talked about the fact that throughout Scripture, we see God providing many analogies and references to man being compared to trees. And incidentally, I want to point out that the Hebrew word for tree comes from a Hebrew word meaning firmness, and that's a key. And we spoke about our experiences even in Brooklyn, New York, how we saw trees grow forth in between cracks of concrete, that the roots of this tree weren't seen. We didn't even see any fruit from this tree. But all of a sudden, the source of supply, which was underground, allowed this tree to grow and push up concrete slabs, which to the natural doesn't make sense. But what a picture of us overcoming obstacles in the world or even becoming more than conquerors if our supply is from that source who is the Lord himself. And you know, Shelley, it's really a seed that that begins to grow. And if we think of it, I remember a testimony of a friend of mine who had to um, redo the cement of her circular driveway. And about seven months later, she couldn't understand. There were cracks coming up in the driveway. Mm. And she wondered, like, what is going on? And what came up were little pansies. And she remembered that she had planted seeds 
for the pansies to grow. So if we, how fragile is a little pansy or a seed of, of a little pansy? And it really shows the life that God gives is stronger than the hardness of our heart or even cement. If we are firmly planted in the Lord and cry out to him, he can change us into his image and into his life likeness, deliver us and heal us and save us. That's powerful, Junie. And of course, I think we concluded yesterday's program by making reference to the scripture that when we become born again, he changes us to the degree that he changes our heart of stone into a heart of flesh. And that is a great encouragement. May we be walking with that heart and not the old heart of stone. Really, Shelley, because there are times, unfortunately, that we have um, trials, you know, the, the cross. Jesus said, anyone who wants to be my disciple, that you take up your cross daily. Really? Deny yourself and follow me. Really? And so our hearts can grow hard again, but we have a deliverer Amen. and a healer, healer, a savior, the Son of God, that we could cry out and our hearts of cement can be turned again to a soft heart, a heart of flesh. Really, it just shows once more, Junie, it goes back to this thought so often. We cannot be a believer in the Messiah or the Son of God on our own. We need to get our supply and our life from from him who came and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to very critical scriptures in the 17th chapter of Jeremiah. We're going to be looking at Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 5 through 8. Jeremiah 17, beginning at verse 5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man or in flesh, and makes flesh his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord, For he will be like a bush in the desert and will not see when prosperity comes, but will live in stony wastes in the wilderness, a land of salt without inhabitant. Verse 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream And will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green, and it will not be anxious in a year of drought. Nor cease from yielding fruit. Oh, that's what your verse is. Or cease from yielding fruit. Nor cease. Amen. We need to ask the Lord to give us revelation about these verses, because they're so significant. And actually, if we're not living the way we should... Just studying these scriptures and incorporating them into our life, letting the Lord impart them into our innermost being and go down deep in us, we, our lives could change dramatically. So let's go, let's go forth and look at verse 5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind. Another version says, Cursed is the man who puts his trust in flesh. And I remember when we shared this at the congregation, it's not like woe is the man or pray for the man, but the word of God says, cursed is the man who trusts in man, or we could say cursed is the man 
who trusts in flesh. Now, Junie, I don't want to judge anybody listening, but for myself, I could say, how often have I trusted in myself? How often have I trusted in other men's opinions or some commentary? God is saying, and the word of God shows that the Holy Spirit is our best teacher. So it's not just woe to this man, but actually we are cursed when we put our trust in man rather than in all things trusting in God. And I think what um, I'm hearing you say is that we need ultimately to seek the Lord for wisdom and the Holy Spirit for his instruction because it is good to study. It is good to look at the commentaries of what men who were holy men wrote as far as um, their understanding of the scriptures that goes back to the writings that have been made available yes. to the rabbis, even going back to the Moses with the days of the Torah. So it really is good to hear what these commentaries are and what men take from the scriptures. But being Jews, we just see how dangerous it is if our only teacher is the one who... Um, how could I say, our rabbis, we couldn't be speaking about Jesus because our rabbis would tell us that he is a heretic. And the same thing with, there are doctrines, Shelley, of God and then doctrines of men within the church. And so um, whatever our background is, whether Jewish or Gentile, we really need to study the scriptures and um, hear what... Uh, commentaries say what men of wisdom wrote about the scriptures, but ultimately we really need to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, which is exactly what happened to Rabbi Saul when he became Apostle Paul. He took the scrolls that he knew as an infant, infant, inside and out, and he put them before the Lord and studied them for how many years, Shelley? It's like 13 or so years. 13 years to learn from the Holy Spirit. To, and then his eyes were open to the church and to the prophetic scriptures that Jesus fulfilled in his first coming. So we really need the Holy Spirit and our righteous teacher, Jesus himself, to instruct us. Amen. So I just want to emphasize this because I don't think it's it's a very evident thing in most of our lives as believers. We are cursed if we trust in flesh and make strength and make flesh our strength. And here's what happens. Look at the rest of the uh, portion of verse five. And whose heart turns away from the Lord. I don't think it's a a, a recognizable fact that we're either going to trust in the flesh of man. Or the power of God. So who, who, who are we who know the Lord would willingly turn away from the Lord, but yet we're either going to trust in the arm of flesh or we're going to trust in the arm of the Lord. And we're cursed if we trust in flesh. And look at the description. You know, we're talking about the relationship between men and trees. Verse 6, for he will be like a bush in the desert. And we'll not see when prosperity comes. Junie, it's not hard to envision this living in Phoenix, Arizona, especially in the summertime. We see some some bushes that look like they died already because they're not being nourished. 
for he will be like a bush in the desert and will not see when prosperity comes. Another version says, and will not see when the heat comes, but he will live, but it will live in stony wastes in the wilderness, a land of salt without inhabitant. Junie, I, I just think of this, how much water is necessary, especially in the summertime in Phoenix. And here's the picture of somebody who's putting his trust in flesh. He's living in a land of salt without inhabitant. He's living in a dry, arid place, almost living in a salt field. And what does salt do? It makes you thirsty. So we see the picture is very dismal and the consequence is extremely dangerous if we are not putting our trust in the Lord, but instead trust in flesh. But praise the Lord. It goes on to say, and this is what we're going to look at tomorrow. On the other hand, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought. And you know, Shelley, living in Phoenix, when you think of a cactus and no rain, God has so made the cactus that they take rain in and supply it and have it within themselves. Mm. And that's a picture of us needing the word of God and the Holy Spirit to be working and living within us. Thank you, Lord. Father, may we see the consequence of putting our trust in, in man and flesh and see the blessing of how you call us to live when we put our trust in you and you become our trust. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.